The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Performing at Your Best, Mindset Evolution with Luis Vicente Garcia. When we combine the enthusiasm we all have with the business skills and abilities we need to grow, learn, and prosper, we become better managers and leaders. It all starts here. And now, your host, Luis Vicente Garcia. Hello, I would like to welcome all of you who are joining us for today's show. And as always, it is a pleasure to come to you the Voice America's business channel. You're listening to Performing at Your Best, Mindset Evolution with Luis Vicente Garcia. And I am your host, Luis Vicente Garcia, coming today live from Caracas, Venezuela. My goal is that we learn and implement what we require to be successful in today's world. And this is why we talk about goals, performance, and actually to give you ideas on how you can generate new concepts to benefit the companies we work for. I would like to hear from you and please send me your emails to coachluis at luisvicentegarcia.com or connect with me through my social media. Like me on Facebook, follow me on Twitter, and connect with me on LinkedIn. All of the links are here on the show's page. And today, I have to say, uh, we have a very special guest, Alex Sequea. And Alex, although he was born uh, in the United States, he's, uh, he was raised in Venezuela, which has a very interesting ties for us today. And uh, Alex is the CEO and founder of Social Good Now, a company dedicated to the creation of web series that actually highlight today's problems and solutions through short animated videos. He has um, done incredible things. One of those uh, trips he took around the world, we will talk about it, 13 countries in, in, three, in three months. He's also marketing executive at Cisco and he's responsible of internal marketing strategies behind one of Cisco's innovation teams. He, he has been doing incredible things and uh, I met him after he spoke at one of the TEDx conferences. So Alex, it is a pleasure to have you on the show today. Thank you for having me, Luis. It's a pleasure for me to be here. And when we met, you just finished your, I don't know if it was your first, but it was a very interesting TED Talks, that, uh, that TED Talks, TEDx Talks, actually, that you did. And you were telling us about the experiences you got from a very interesting trip. So let's, let me start by, first of all, thanking you for being in the, in the show, but also asking you, how did you come about deciding on visiting 13 countries? Oh, man. Okay, so, <laughs> so yeah, just... Um, just to to backtrack there, so so uh, last year I was um, the editor of uh, I used to own a publishing company. I was the editor of two tech magazines, and I sold my ownership, and I found myself, you know, without a wife, without kids, um, having sold my share of this company. So with a little bit of money, and I thought, well, now is my chance. Now is my chance to travel around the world because I don't know when else I'm going to have another opportunity like this. So I started planning this trip and I just, um, you know, I, I, I really wanted to make it, turn it into a fun project. And so I ended up creating a video called High Five Around the World. 
which I have to recommend for everybody because it's a very fun video to watch. Yeah, so you can you can um, you can Google it or you can find it on YouTube. High five around the world. So I'm basically high fiving the camera, and every time I take my hand away, I'm in a new location, mm-hmm. and it's set to music and it's really cool. Um, so I thought this would be a really fun project, and I and of course I want to go everywhere. So I just literally looked at a map. I went on Google Maps and just zoomed all the way out. And I started looking through the map and said, what are some cool places that I really would love to visit? And so I ended up picking um, really big cities to visit because my logic was, well, I, there's no way I'm going to be bored. <laughs> Which is because, correct. Yeah, because, um, you know, big cities, you could spend a whole year in a big city and, and, exp- and not really explore all of it. So that's kind of how I ended up picking all the locations. So... Um, uh, do you want to hear all the every single one? It's a long well, list. I know you visit incredible places, but let, <laughs> yeah. let me ask you the following. Uh, yeah. What were the qualifications for a city for you to actually go there? Because if you're talking big cities, there are several in the world. If you're talking mega cities, still there are several. But oh, you yeah. chose 13 particular ones, and they were, I, I believe, very carefully selected. So how yeah. was the selection process there? Um, yeah, the, there were 13 countries. So for some of the countries, I went to a couple of cities. Okay. Um, the, the selection process was, was really looking at different parts around the world and looking at cities that I just thought were interesting. So I started in Tokyo. Um, I mean, you could spend years in Tokyo. <laughs> yes. And I really see everything. It's just so massive. And I just kind of went through like that. So Tokyo, um, Bali, Bali's not a city, but, you know, the island. Exactly. And uh, Bangkok, Mumbai, just cities like that that have a lot of richness to them mm-hmm. that I felt that I could really learn a lot from. And when you consider that, of course, you ended up understanding or seeing what people were like in these different places. Yeah, well, one of my theses going in uh, was having grown up in Venezuela, so having been born in the U.S., so I, it's, it's been interesting for me because I was born in the U.S., but I went to Venezuela when I was three years old. Okay. So I was still very little, but even in Venezuela, because I wasn't born there, I was always a foreigner. Okay. Right? I was always the gringo, right? <laughs> so, that was, you know, and I didn't mind, like, that was fun for me, but then... When I was 12 years old, I moved back to the U.S. Okay. And even though I'm American, in the U.S., I was the Venezuelan guy. Exactly. It happens all the time, let me tell you. Right. So, so it was interesting for me always to kind of feel like I had a different perspective or a different background. And so my thesis going into the trip was that it's hard to stay close-minded if you travel. It's high, and, I, and I feel like this is going to be either an article or a video or something I'm going to put together because I feel like um, what I have seen just anecdotally is that generally the people that I have come across that are very close-minded, the one thing that they mostly have in common is that they have traveled very little. Okay. So that, that was an interesting thing for me. So... Um, so yeah, I just I just kind of went into the trip knowing that I was going to have new perspectives that that the trip was going to challenge my perspectives. 
And so one of the things that I, my TED talk was about, um, and I really had to sit down for a long time and come up with several drafts of what, what I really wanted to share from the trip was this idea of, um, of empathy. What can travel teach you about empathy? That was the title of my talk. And so I just picked out a couple of, I picked out a couple of stories of things that happened to me on my trip that kind of really showed me, um, let me experience that for myself. Which, with the way you put it, uh, it is actually uh, beautiful to understand that, yes, we can all go to different places and we can either do one, one or two things. We can see the countries, see the people, get to know them, talk to them. And you said in the video, in the video that you talk to all the truck taxi drivers. Well, uh, that, that's one thing you and I have in common, that we, <laughs> we try to get uh, information on the local, you know, the local environment and, and the local culture itself but then there are only there are people who just go travel and they just go to, you know to the two or three tourist attractions uh, a couple of museums no research no pre previous research and that's it so coming back from the same place doing those two different things gives you an immense uh, change in the way you actually see things right absolutely absolutely um, I think um, I think the, the two biggest things are food uh, really, really eat the food of the country that you're in. Yes. And then two, um, talk to the people who live there. Not the people who travel there, not the people who are only there temporarily, not the people who are in your hotel, yes. right? But the people who live there, who, the people who pay bills. Mm -hmm. um, because then you get a real, real interesting, um, a, a totally different perspective of that. I met a kid, a Canadian kid in Bangkok. He was so funny. He was like, guys, I know this food's really good, but I have to have some fried chicken and I'm going to go to the KFC over there. <laughs> so we all laughed just watching him walk into a KFC in Bangkok. <laughs> Out of all places, exactly. <laughs> because he wanted fried chicken, yeah. So yeah. It's, it's, it's interesting. You know, I, I think if you travel... And you just go to stay at a Holiday Inn in Thailand. It doesn't, and and you don't leave the hotel. Like that doesn't really count in my no. in my book. Like for some people say, well, I went to that country because I I landed at the airport and made a connection. Well, actually, you didn't. Right. And, and <laughs> the important thing, and the important thing here is, you know, that you learn, and we need to be positioning ourselves in order to having those learning experiences all the time that come from as you as you did in your trip talking to people, experiencing their lives, walking alongside with them, talking about their, their lives. And it is incredible that you go to different places and people approach you, you know, uh, you, as you know, I'm from Venezuela as well. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that you that happens to you, either you go to certain places that people approach you and they want to speak Spanish with you, but in some other places they know you're a Westerner, so they will speak in English with, uh, with you because yes. they want to practice. The, one of the incredible things that we learn in, the, in these different places is that people want to practice, people want to see our opinion. And I had a wonderful trip with my sister once and uh, we went to China. And this artist approaches us and says, I want to invite you to my, to my art gallery. Of course, at, at, at first we said, well, should we go, shouldn't we go? It was 30, 25 years ago. Uh, right, a year after uh, Tiananmen Square, and at the end, ended, we, we ended up going, and the experience was amazing. I actually purchased two incredible 
paintings, uh, color, those watercolor paintings on the of the Wheeling uh, Mountains, which are, which is a typical Chinese scenery you see in paintings. It, it, so it is basically that uh, being able to talk to people to learn. And Alex, we have to go to our first break, and uh, we will continue this wonderful conversation after two minutes. Great. comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Learn about the Mindset Revolution program. This is the training program that has been developed by Luis Vicente Garcia and Brian Tracy. There are two packages to choose from. You'll receive a complete 6-CD audio and action guide program or upgrade for just a few dollars more and you'll get the complete program mentioned plus two best-selling books and a 30-minute personal call with Luis Vicente Garcia. Visit LuisVicenteGarcia.com and take advantage of the Mindset Revolution program or our other programs. That's LuisVicenteGarcia.com. Effective leadership is what will propel the world, organizations, and businesses through a range of dynamic changes. How do you keep up with these changes, build skills, and lead effectively? Listen for Innovative Leaders Driving Thriving Organizations with Maureen Metcalf. Maureen offers tools and engaging guests who are leaders in their field. With each week, you'll work on and improve your skills to lead with confidence and drive your organization's success. Tune in every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Business. Luis Vicente Garcia is a certified business performance coach with Focal Point Coaching, a company founded by Brian Tracy to help business owners and entrepreneurs increase their performance. Visit CoachLuisGarcia.com to take advantage of our free coaching assessment tools. Find out if coaching will work for you or your business and find out how to get a 30-minute coaching session absolutely free. Email Luis Vicente at lgarcia at focalpointcoaching.com or visit CoachLuisGarcia.com to get started on your next steps to success today. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Performing at Your Best, Mindset Evolution with Luis Vicente Garcia. If you have a question or comment about our program, your emails are always welcome. Send them to Coach Luis at LuisVicenteGarcia.com. That's Coach Luis at LuisVicenteGarcia.com. Now back to Performing at Your Best. Welcome back. Today we're having a very interesting conversation with Alex Sequea, who is the founder of Social Good Now. And Alex, you were telling us about uh, an incredible trip you did to 13 countries over a three-month period. And uh, you already told us what made you go in this trip and how you carefully selected the cities. And as you said, big cities, in big cities, you'll never be bored. And actually, you, you learn. And, and I think it's a process of learning. So in, the, in, the, in, in being there and what you brought back, and, and we will, we'll talk about the gifts you brought back a little later, but you came back with a different perspective. And how, how can you use that new perspective for both your personal life and, and your professional life? Well, I, I, there's a lot of different ways I can answer this. I really feel like uh, 
uh, much of business is about relationships and it's about understanding people and understanding about where people come from. And so the more that you can put yourself in a position to understand people better, it's only going to benefit you in your personal life, in business life, in your relationships with people. Uh, right now, I am a marketing executive at Cisco, and I'm part of a team of about uh, 14, 15 people. And out of those 14, 15 people, 13 of them are from India. Wow. And are they now, in the U.S. or they live in India? They live in the U.S., and um, the, in India, and when I say they are from India, I don't mean their parents are from India and they grew up in the U.S. I mean they were living in India as of a few months ago or a couple of years ago or, you know, recently. Mm-hmm. And so having been through India and also just previous experiences of my life where I have been, you know, I, about 10 years ago I was... Um, I originally got into meditation and yoga, and I lived in a in a tiny little, uh, uh, somewhat hippie-ish community in the middle of nowhere, Iowa, mm-hmm. um, heavily influenced by Indian culture, and I was a, uh, around a lot of Indians and a lot of Indian culture, and so um, I really, being at this position. Being able to connect with people, I really felt like that gave me an advantage because I could really understand where people were coming from, whereas other people would would be, you know, they just, you go through a culture shock if you're not used to a certain culture. Um, I met, um, I have a little story. So I was in Mumbai and I met a kid from Colorado who was traveling through Asia. He was traveling through Europe and through Asia, first time he'd ever been out of the U.S., and he had just come all through Europe, okay, which if you're a Western, if you're from the U.S. and then you go to Europe, it's sort of a similar, um, you know, yeah, France and Germany and, and countries, different language and things like that. But in terms of just the wealth, right, how wealthy Western countries are, you know, you kind of tend to see the same thing. So after he went to Europe, he went to India, to Mumbai, and that was the first country in Asia that he was going to. So it was the first place where the wealth, the wealth balance was a lot different from what he That's took, a factor, right? exactly. So it was interesting to kind of see him go through his process. And so at one point, and just little cultural things, like, for example, at one point, you know that um, in India, when instead of shaking your head yes up and down, they shake it from side to side. And that okay, means right. yes. Right, you didn't know that, so it's very yes. nice. So learn. yes, exactly. So so to a Westerner, it's similar to to the wobbling, the head wobbling that you would make if you don't know something. <laughs> like if you don't know something, you go eh, you kind of wobble your head, like I don't know, right from side to side. But in India, that means yes. That means that that that's the equivalent of nodding your head yes. Okay. Okay. So I was with this kid in, from Colorado in the middle of Mumbai and he needed to find a restroom. So he goes, he goes up to a couple of security guards and he goes, hey, is there a restroom around here? <laughs> yes. And both of the guys shake their head from side to side. Uh-huh. Meaning yes. <laughs> he thought it was a no. But he thought these people don't know or know or don't know. <laughs> yes. And so he was like, oh, so what? So there's no restroom around here? Like what? <laughs> he started getting upset. Mm-hmm. 
because he thought his people were not helping him. So I had to pull him aside and say, listen, like, that actually means yes. They're not in the head of them. And, oh, and then he said, oh, I thought they were just being rude. <laughs> yeah, and in a sense, you know, these little cultural differences make a big yeah. difference. Absolutely. And so a lot of little things like that and sort of um, understanding kind of the makeup of people and their upbringing and what they're bringing with them. Um, you know, a lot of westernization uh, means that on the outside, things may look like they are sort of coming from Western culture, but then when you look deeper, the behaviors and the attitudes of the people are completely different. Mm-hmm. And, and that's something that you really have to understand. So, and so I had, I mean, it was, I had a lot of interesting things like that. I, I also went to, after Mumbai, I went to Nairobi. And I was in Nairobi um, with a friend who showed me around Nairobi and around a couple of cities near Nairobi. And so we traveled through, and Nairobi is a big city, but then we went to smaller towns, right? And in Nairobi and around the city, I, like the people in Kenya are very dark. They're black, African, very dark, generally speaking. And so they call Indians, there are Indians in Kenya, they call Indians white. Okay. Okay. So me, I'm Hispanic. They called me the white guy. (laughs) The first, it's the first time in my life I have ever been the white guy. Yes. Okay. So, so, and that was a whole other experience, you know, they would say, oh, it's because you're white. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Now you're different again. Yes. Right. So it was, it was really fascinating. And what that means, you know, that also has a, a ton of different connotations because purely because I was a lighter skin than most of the people there, um, kids or other people just assumed that I had money, that I had more money. And so then it meant that I was instantly attracting attention. <laughs> you know, so everybody was very nice to me, right? Yeah. Okay. So... It's just it's just a lot of a lot of things like that that come up that there's it's very hard to explain that to somebody. It's very hard to even imagine that before you actually go through that experience. Before you go, exactly. yeah. So it's a type of thing that you really have to um, experience by yourself. And I feel like travel is is really the only way to do that. Is you really put yourself there. You can watch all the movies and documentaries you want about a culture. But until you're there and you're tasting the food and you're smelling the air and you're drinking the water and you're shaking people's hands, then it, that's when you really get a completely different look at what's happening. And, and also on top of that, there are language differences. And I, I live in Venezuela, yeah. Latin America, and there are certain words that have a meaning in one country. They have another meaning in another country and then words that don't exist in certain countries. So, uh, you know, it's just learning how you say certain things in different places. Of course, we all speak Spanish, but in general terms, people say, yeah, you have similar background. Actually, uh, the history in many of the countries in Latin America is, is very particular to each region, to each country. Right. And, and this is one of the things you, you were mentioning before, the wealth factor. And, of course, a Western countries, Western civilization will be, we have a different concept of wealth than, than a more... Uh, oriental civilization, but inside each country, like you were saying before, uh, you were 
figured out to be a wealthier person just because right. of the tonality of your skin. But then we see how people behave and we see how people uh, do certain things. And translating that into our current society in this side of the world, you know, we go to schools, universities, we go to work, you were telling us at the beginning that you had your own your own company. How can we take advantage of these uh, different cultural differences, but also cultural opportunities? Uh, take advantage in terms of... Um, in, well, in for, for, for benefiting um, the world in one sense, and we will talk about social good now later in the next segment, but mm -hmm. for example, benefiting the, the, the not only the relationships that you were saying before, but also the importance of culture exchange, the importance of international trade, understanding new different uh, regions of the world. So how, how, how big an impact did all this traveling overseas did to your current situation now? Well, I think it really creates better context. I feel like a lot of people in the United States and also in European countries, generally in wealthier countries, they are missing context. And what I mean, what I mean by that is, for example, um, if you make about thirty-three dollars to $35,000 a year, you're in the top 1% wealthiest people in the world. That is correct. And most people don't know that. Mm -hmm. And in the United States, the per capita income is around $30,000 a year. Okay. So almost every single person is just out. So the average person in the United States is just outside of the 1% wealthiest people in the world. Mm -hmm. And so I was talking to a friend who was saying something like that. He was like, oh, you know, uh, the economy's so bad. You know, I'm only making $30,000 a year. And so, <laughs> and I just kind of was like, okay, well, you realize that you're almost in the top 1% wealthiest people in the world. Exactly. You know, if, if you don't have that context, um, especially if you're in a position where you are running a business or if you're in a position where you are in, a, in the political arena, where you have influence over activities that are going to spill over into other countries, if you don't have that context then your view of the world is going to be very skewed. Yes. Right? Like you're going to have a very inaccurate sort of idea of, of what's wealth and what's success and what different things mean in different countries. So to me, that's the biggest thing is, is really context, adding context. You know, I was in, um, when I was in Mumbai, I got to tour the largest slum in Asia. And I'll tell you the story very briefly because I know break's coming up. Um, I was in the middle of this slum, okay, and it was completely safe. They have tours. They have daily tours that go through. This is the largest slum in Asia, 1.5 million people living in an area about half the size of Central Park. Wow. Okay? They have tours. They have daily tours. And I asked like a million different times in a million different ways. Is it safe? How's the crime? What about murders? And they were like, oh, yeah, I think there was one last year. <laughs> exactly. So you know, so that's, that's a total shock for somebody like you and me coming from South America, from Venezuela in particular, yeah. where you can't walk through a slum. No. And You're not, not even walk in front of your house. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But so, so this is what you mean, you know, it's a cultural differences, but we learn. And this is an important thing. And Alex, Absolutely. we have to go to the second break. 
And I will invite everybody to take the time and look at the show links where you can read about the books and CD programs that I have done and see you back in two minutes. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. Luis Vicente Garcia is a certified business performance coach with Focal Point Coaching, a company founded by Brian Tracy to help business owners and entrepreneurs increase their performance. Visit CoachLuisGarcia.com to take advantage of our free coaching assessment tools. Find out if coaching will work for you or your business and find out how to get a 30-minute coaching session absolutely free. Email Luis Vicente at lgarcia at focalpointcoaching.com or visit CoachLuisGarcia.com to get started on your next steps to success today. Many industries have been revolutionized by technology in the last decade. Books, music, TV, communications, and now it's happening to our money and the way we pay. Tune in to Breaking Banks with Brett King for a look at how technology and customer behavior will bring about more changes in banking in the next 10 years than in the last 200 years. Listen every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific on Voice America Business Channel or on AM 1160 The Voice. You'll never look at your bank account the same again. Learn about the Mindset Revolution program. This is the training program that has been developed by Luis Vicente Garcia and Brian Tracy. There are two packages to choose from. You'll receive a complete 6-CD audio and action guide program or upgrade for just a few dollars more and you'll get the complete program mentioned plus two best-selling books and a 30-minute personal call with Luis Vicente Garcia. Visit LuisVicenteGarcia.com and take advantage of the Mindset Revolution program or our other programs. That's LuisVicenteGarcia.com. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio. Voice America Business Network. Listening to Performing at Your Best Mindset Evolution with Luis Vicente Garcia. If you have a question or comment about our program, your emails are always welcome. Send them to Coach Luis at LuisVicenteGarcia.com. That's Coach Luis at LuisVicenteGarcia.com. Now back to Performing at Your Best. Welcome back to Performing at Your Best. I hope you were able to see the links and banners on the different products, the books and CDs that you can find throughout the show's page. And we have been having a really interesting conversation with Alex Sakea. And one of the things that got very interesting in your presentation at TEDx, Alex, was that you didn't bring T-shirts, you didn't bring stuff to people. You brought emotional gifts, as you told them as you told us in the audience. And, of course, you already have been talking about empathy versus sympathy, but how would, how did you define emotional gifts? So this is, this is an idea I had when I was putting together the presentation was, you know, what, what do I want to kind of give this audience? And then I realized, well, kind of what I'm giving them is, is the lesson, the emotional lessons that I learned on my trip. So that's kind of what I'm bringing back. So that's sort of like souvenirs. So then I call them emo- bring back emotional souvenirs okay. and not just material souvenirs. And, and it's because I think that that's the biggest benefit of traveling abroad is being able to bring back an experience that changes you. 
And then by changing you, you can share that and influence some change in the people around you. Mm-hmm. And so um, that's kind of what I meant is, is that going through, through an experience that emotionally touches you in some way. And after that uh, trip, you came back. You now work at Cisco, as you were saying before. But you have a new company that is socialgoodnow.com. And you have been producing videos, you have been producing content that actually, uh, the, the way you told me is that you see uh, different uh, problems uh, in the world today and you just prepare short animated uh, videos. And so why don't you tell us a little bit about it? Sure, yeah. So basically, uh, Social Good Now is just a web series that highlights social issues through short animated videos. Mm-hmm. And all the videos are less than two minutes long, and they all have a participatory mission, basically a homework. And the, the reason they have that is because I feel like a lot of times we come across information online that maybe interests us or moves us or entertains us, but then we don't really do anything about it, especially when it's informative, right? Like you learn something about homelessness that you didn't know or you learn something about some social issue in your, in your town or in your, in your state or something that you didn't know about, but then that's it. You know, your, your action steps at that point are, okay, well, let me share that if I really like it or let me, like, click the like button if I really like it, but then it's over. So I really wanted to um, bridge action with the information. And so all the, all the videos are very short. Um, an example of one that I did... Um, that I've done is uh, three things you didn't know about homelessness in the United States. And so they're very kind of a buzzfeed <laughs> type of structure, they're very digestible, very easy. So just interesting stats around the social issue. And then the mission for that episode was um, talk to someone who's homeless. Talk to someone who's experiencing homelessness and share their story in whatever way you want, you know. A, a tweet, a blog post, you can make a whole video about it, whatever you want, but have some sort of, um, you know, he, here's, a, here's a little homework that you can do. And I know a, I know a smaller percentage of people will do that, mm-hmm. but whoever does it is really going to go through an experience. And that's exactly. kind of what, what I was aiming at. So um, the last video that I did was uh, three things you didn't know about ISIS mm-hmm. and I came out with that video the night that Obama gave a, a big speech about terrorism and ISIS. And so this is just interesting facts about ISIS and how they work and what's going on, right? And sort of what they want and what they don't want. And then um, a mission for that was, you know, because one of the things in the video, the video about ISIS specifically, was that they, um, they don't want other countries to take in refugees because refugees and people in their, in their controlled territories represent tax revenue for ISIS. They go around and they collect tax like a, you know, they're trying to, they're trying to be in a state, right? Mm-hmm. So they go around and they extort people and they collect money from them. So if people leave their territories, one of their big sources of funding is gone. And so with a lot of the rhetoric around not allowing refugees, my argument was if, you, if we take in refugees, that actually is contributing in the fight against ISIS mm-hmm. because they don't want us to do that. So the mission for that episode was support, show your support for Syrian refugees. 
okay. you know, and with a little hashtag. So that was that. And then that video did really, really well. That's the best video. I mean, that, that video got um, over 300,000 views in about three days. Wow. Okay. Thank so, you. and that's that, you know, that's the best video I've ever put out. So, <laughs> and it's a brand new, it's a brand new show, but that's kind of the idea behind it. And, and, the, and I think one of the things we need to, to, to understand is that by doing, doing simple things, we can start being uh, someone who changes, someone who actually, as you call them in some, one of the, uh, I don't know if one of the videos or, or your TED talk, you were talking about be, become a game changer. And what, what will it be the very important issue of us being game changers in the world? Um. Well, I think um, you mean sort of in terms of how to become a, a, a change maker in the world. Like, what are some some of the biggest issues? You know, I think there's just there's so there uh, <laughs> there's an abundance of problems. You know, mm -hmm, exactly, and unfortunately, and, there are. Yeah, and and especially from a business point of view, because I I feel like this is not something that people really talk about. Mm -hmm. When you solve a problem. Right. If there are issues in the world, that means that solving those issues will be valuable to someone. And if something is valuable to someone, it means that there's potential for creating a business around it. Okay. There's potential for having some sort of profitable thing because you're adding value to the world in some way. And so this is why I like um, highlighting social ventures, um, basically companies that have a social mission embedded within the company. So there are totally for-profit operations, but they have a cause that is sort of fueling their entire operation, kind of like Tom's Shoes or, I don't know exactly. if you're familiar. Right. Yes. So, yeah, companies people like that. May not, people, people may not be familiar with what Tom's Shoes does. Sure, sure, and, and social ventures in general. So basically... Um, and, and, you know, there's a new, in the United States, there's a new class of corporation called uh, B corporations. That's correct. And they stand for benefit corporations. So mm -hmm. as opposed to opening up a C corporation or an LLC or a sole proprietorship, you can open up a B corporation. And a B corporation, what it means is that you are legally obligated to uphold whatever higher mission and values you opened up your company with. And so a lot of companies like Tom Shoes, for example, you know, they, for every pair of shoes you buy from Tom's, they will donate a pair of shoes to someone who needs it. Exactly. And so that's sort of their social mission, right? By buying a pair of shoes, you're directly contributing to the well-being of, of someone in another country. Mm -hmm. um, and they are a B corporation. And so the benefit the benefit of opening up a B corporation because someone can say, well, why don't you just do that? Why don't you just do that anyways if you open any other kind of corporation? Um, what usually happens is that most, most um, other business entities are legally obligated, legally required, especially if you're planning to go public, to increase shareholder value. Mm -hmm. Which and is if you're obligated to increase shareholder value, sometimes increasing shareholder value and doing something that is socially responsible do not go hand in hand. Mm, that is correct. And, and I, they should go hand in hand in one. And they should. They should. But sometimes you say, well, if we, sh if we close down our factory here in Austin, Texas, 
and we open up a factory in Bangladesh paying 50 cents an hour to people, um, that will make us more profitable. Mm -hmm. But it's not necessarily more socially responsible. That is correct. So um, what happens if you, if you don't do something that is in the shareholder's best interest, you run the risk of being sued by the shareholders. Mm -hmm. And if you are a B corporation, then you do not run that risk because you have a legal protection backing and, you. You can say, we chose to keep our factory open here in Austin because part of our mission is to provide local jobs to veterans. Mm -hmm. And even though we would make more money if we ship the jobs to China, we are committed to this cause, even though it will make us slightly less profitable. Exactly. And at the end, you know, many people already know it's not, everything is not about profit. Everything right. is about becoming that change factor, that change agent that, in a sense, you know, we all need to become. And, and being in, in, in this fast-paced world, you know, where technology plays a big factor and we are all usually surrounded by billions and trillions of information that in many cases we don't even know what it means, uh, just understanding that we can make a change, understanding that we can become that, that change agent, if we can call it that way, uh, that one way or another can, can benefit somebody else, can benefit a person or a family in another part of the world. And one of the values that I think people need to get from this conversation with you, Alex, is that we can all do something in order to change somebody else's life, right? Right, absolutely. Yeah. And, and, yeah, right. go ahead. <laughs> no, and, and basically, you know, the, the whole idea of doing uh, socially oriented activities and programs and having a, a company where trying to do good, you know, needs to be our mission and our vision. It's a, it's a concept that we all need to be uh, more and more constantly be reminded of and, and being part of the, the whole global change we may say that it's something that is actually starting, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, after a certain point, how much money do you really need, right? I mean, you know, if you make $100,000 a year in the United States, like you're, you're well in the top 1% wealthiest people in the world. Like you can live a really comfortable life. I mean, how much more do you need really? I mean, at a certain point, you need a higher calling, Right, you need some exactly. higher purpose because that will ultimately always be more fulfilling than and a it, ton of money in the bank. Exactly, and the idea of having a vision and mission and a purpose, well, it's it's, it's probably be the, the subject of another conversation with you in the future. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. And uh, we're coming to our, our final break, and I would like to invite everybody to visit my webpage, chrisvicentegarcia.com, where you can actually find information on the training, the speaking, and the business coaching services that I provide. We will be back in two minutes. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. Learn about the Mindset Revolution program. This is the training program that has been developed by Luis Vicente Garcia and Brian Tracy. 
There are two packages to choose from. You'll receive a complete six-CD audio and action guide program, or upgrade for just a few dollars more, and you'll get the complete program mentioned, plus two best-selling books and a 30-minute personal call with Luis Vicente Garcia. Visit LuisVicenteGarcia.com and take advantage of the Mindset Revolution program or our other programs. That's LuisVicenteGarcia.com. Tune in to the soul of enterprise, business in the knowledge economy with co-hosts Ron Baker and Ed Klass. Ron and Ed will show you how to recognize that wealth is created by intellectual capital. It's all in the possibilities that we can create and that are created for us. These possibilities are destined to be discovered by human imagination and through the service of others, creating a brighter future for all of us. The Soul of Enterprise is heard live every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel and simulcast at the same time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Luis Vicente Garcia is a certified business performance coach with Focal Point Coaching, a company founded by Brian Tracy to help business owners and entrepreneurs increase their performance. Visit CoachLuisGarcia.com to take advantage of our free coaching assessment tools. Find out if coaching will work for you or your business and find out how to get a 30-minute coaching session absolutely free. Email Luis Vicente at lgarcia at focalpointcoaching.com or visit CoachLuisGarcia.com to get started on your next steps to success today. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Performing at Your Best, Mindset Evolution with Luis Vicente Garcia. If you have a question or comment about our program, your emails are always welcome. Send them to Coach Luis at LuisVicenteGarcia.com. That's Coach Luis at LuisVicenteGarcia.com. Now back to Performing at Your Best. Welcome back to our show. And uh, if you visit my webpage, you will be able to find information on the coaching, the speaking, and the training that I offer. And as always, please remember, remember that I'm here for you to hear your comments, your questions, and to read your ideas. So please write to my email at CoachLuis at LuisVicenteGarcia.com. That is CoachLuis at LuisVicenteGarcia.com. And we have been having a very interesting conversation today, Alex, and I would like to say it's, it's been a pleasure to, to interview you today. And Alex Sakea, he's the founder of SocialGoodNow.com. But Alex, I, one of the questions I asked my, my guests is what for them is business success? But I have a different uh, view for you, actually. The question for you will be, how would you define business significance? <laughs> Ah, business significance. Well, I'm, I'm going to let in uh, the people on, who did not hear us on the break on our little secret that you gave me a little heads up that that was going to be the question. <laughs> so I had a little time to think about it, but I still don't really have a concrete answer. Okay, <laughs> which is the interesting okay. part of it, right? But it's okay. I'll just, I'll, yeah, I have some idea. I, I really feel like, you know, one of the reasons why I studied business in college. So, so my degree is in business administration, and then I went back and I got my MBA. Um, and one of the main reasons why I studied business is because I wanted to change it from the inside out. Mm-hmm. That was my original motivation. Let me go into this business world and see what I can do from the inside out and change it from, really kind of change it from the inside. 
and make it better because I felt like it could be better. Um, to me, business significance today um, really means impact. And how you define impact depends, and back to what I was saying at the beginning about context, how you define impact depends on what your context is, right? If you have a, a worldwide context of where you are and what you are doing, um, business significance is being able to really improve life, the quality of life in some tangible way and not just, not just make more profit for yourself, for your company, but um, really create something that is needed and that is valuable to humanity. Um, so that, that's, yeah, I think that's my answer. That's business significance. <laughs> Wonderful, because, you know, adding value <laughs> and creating something that actually is needed, not, not for the sake of creating it, but also giving it the context that you were talking about earlier, uh, which is, right. uh, you know, uh, for, for many of us that we want to create something new, be that change, become those change agents or, or people who live, you know, in certain parts of the world where, you know, we have to adapt and be flexible uh, in, in, in many cases, several times throughout the day, because, you know, one of the things we we end up doing is that we take a lot of things for granted. And with your travels to these, you know, incredible places, uh, we know that we take many things for granted. We like sim simple things that are there, like electricity and water, you know, drinkable water, uh, they're not present in many parts of the world. Right. Or, or as we were saying before, you know, the, the possibility of creating your business or, or safety issues, you know, Things that for us are, are a must in a case, you know, in different cases or, or are given, uh, like the possibility to have access to Wi-Fi or, or internet or, or TV channels, you know, in many places it's non-existent. Right. I, th I think it's still, I haven't looked at it recently, but I think it's still around 50% of the world's population has internet access. Exactly. It's only, yes, yeah. Yeah, imagine what, what impact uh, for people that, you know, children that need to be educated, what possibilities will they have if they actually have uh, internet access to, to content that will actually teach them about the many things that, you know, they need to they need to learn. And you can be in the outskirts of Oaxaca, Mexico, and, you know, be in one of these villages where children are born to cultivate the land and to to be able to generate the, the produce that their family will need uh, later on in their lives. And, and so, you know, it's understanding those cultural differences, understanding the, the significance that you were saying before, I think it's one of the most important things, uh, mo most important elements that we can come up out of this conversation uh, with you today. And Absolutely. And, and yeah. being that, being a, the game changer that you were saying before, having that significance, how does that position Alex now? How does that position me? Mm -hmm. How does that position me like in my life? In your life, to, to, to change what you want to change. Oh, I see. Um, well, I, I, you know, tr travel has now become a really big part of my life. Okay. Um, 
So it's the type of thing where um, I I really want to get out there and know more. It it's um, what is that old saying? So the more I know, the more the I more realize I that I don't know. <laughs> exactly. Something like that. Yeah. So so it's similar, right? The more you experience in terms of cultures, the more you realize how much more there is to exactly. experience. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm itching to to do more, um, but mainly right now, you know, I my video series Social Good Now is moving to the forefront of what I want to do full time, and so in the meantime, I'm um, you know, I'm I'm still working at Cisco, and I'm I'm also doing a lot of freelance sort of content work and things like that. Um, but that is sort of where my heart is, and where I really want to put a lot of attention. And continuing to grow and continuing to be able to have a direct impact on a lot of these social issues and do it in a way that is entertaining, entertaining, it's sort of infotainment, right? What I'm exactly. doing. Yes, okay. um, and so the more that I can continue to do that and get better at that, then uh, the more that that is, that is a value that I'm bringing to the world and the more that that can become a profitable thing. Right. Exactly. Well, at the end, you know, we need to persevere and decide the, the, the way we want to do things. And Alex, our time has passed very, very fast today. I just want <laughs> to thank you for being my guest today and to wish you continued success. I, I see that through your, you know, your company, Social Good Now, and all the different ideas, you actually are generating a, a movement that I think, you know, will be important in years to come. I really appreciate it, Lisa. It's my pleasure to be on your show. Well, excellent. And for everybody, our listeners, it has been a real pleasure to share with you with you this hour that I hope has given you new insights. And particularly today, after a conversation with Alex, the new perspective. We need to understand the issues that we have in our lives. I am your host, Luis Vicente Garcia, and I would like to invite you to visit my webpage, LuisVicenteGarcia.com, read the articles on my blog, Entrepreneur Performance, and also connect with me through my social media that you see through the show's page. My email is coachluis at LuisVicenteGarcia.com, and thank you for joining us today in another episode of Performing at Your Best, Mindset Evolution with Luis Vicente Garcia. And as always, have an excellent and a very successful week. Thank you for tuning in this week to Performing at Your Best, Mindset Evolution with Luis Vicente Garcia. Please join us again next Tuesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. And this coming week, find your passion in your business. again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the voice america business channel for more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest please visit voiceamericabusiness.com the voice america talk radio network is the worldwide leader in live internet talk radio visit voiceamerica.com the views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the voice america talk radio network its staff and management